This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. Established in April 2021, Upland Development United is the oldest and most exclusive and transparent node development collaborative in the Upland Metaverse. Contact more cheese of N68 for more information. Warning! This podcast is produced by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and contains unsolicited and heavily biased opinions which are solely the views of the individuals involved. It does not include investment advice of any kind and you are responsible for undertaking your own financial, including tax liability research relevant to your own individual circumstances. Thank you for listening to or watching the UDU podcast. This is U2 number 90, presented by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment, More Cheese, and me, Ben68, featuring co-host Dak, Joe Leaves the Agency, TB125, members from the Upland Development United team, and of course, general Upland community members. Today's show is recording live on either Tuesday the 21st or Wednesday the 22nd of February, depending on where you're at. And if you're wondering how you can join in live with your very own biased opinions like we do, Access to the weekly Zoom is via the MVE Discord server, and I dropped the link in the UDU podcast show channel there about 10 to 15 minutes before we go live at 6.30 p.m. UTC time, Tuesdays. Uh, keep in mind that's 4.30 a.m. Wednesdays, Australian Eastern Standards Time. Speaking of being alive, Cheese, you've survived the cat attack. How are you doing this morning? I'm all right. <clears throat> so, yeah, what Ben is referring to, good thing my glasses can really hide it but my cat we have like a bookshelf headboard so the cats lay on top of that and my cat was up there floofy and he kind of I guess stretched and fell down and and used my eye as a landing pad (laughs) yeah looked quite nasty when you sent those first pictures through yeah it's really good what discord and uh like uh brightness can do being like if I lift it, you could probably. Yes, it looks like you've had all your old piercings pulled out of your eyebrow. <laughs> yes. Maybe I should get some piercings to hide the scars. Ooh, <laughs> I know you love that. Yes, I just play with it every time we talk to you. <laughs> awesome, that's something to look forward to. All right, in addition to going through our co-host segments today and catching up some of on some of the crypto and upland news and events. Uh, We'll get up to speed with what's happening with, um, what do we got on the list today? The huge February MV Motors car sale, the Sao Paulo terminal sales, the new, now I say this wrong every time, even though um, we got schooled on it last week, it's Mangira, I believe. I think um, on the UD podcast or last week, I I said it about 15 different ways and every single way was wrong, but yeah, I believe it's Mangira. So we've got that summer school experience going on. Uh, we've got the Spark Exchange simulation for structure ornaments. And what else we got? Oh, well, of course, we've got the Stage 1 City release for Sao Paulo. And 
We might even cover the recent treasure hunting changes if Jazzy wants to jump in and rage and we can jump off on top of that as DJ well. DJ Jazzy Jazz. Yes. And, of course, to wrap up the show, we'll be giving away 20,000 UPEX from last week's weekly challenge, 5,000 UPEX from another quip submission, and one of our live participants will have their shot at the 1 million UPEX wheels. Remember that if you're in the Zoom live for the recording and you are selected to play the 1 million UPEX wheels, you need to tell us what the code word or phrase is before the first of the three wheels starts a rolling. That will get you a bonus mulligan spin on the final wheel, assuming you didn't already walk away with the 1 million UPEX, of course. All right, as we do, let's get stuck into the Breaking Badly news and take a quick look at what's happening in some of the crypto and upland markets. And gosh, it's it's been a bit of a contrast for the last few weeks, but never more so than today. It's um never more so than today. Oh yes. Have a have a check out at this cheese. Have a go at this. Oh a, my. Wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> yes. So the global crypto market cap is last week we're just over one trillion. We're firmly into the one point one trillion at the moment. So that's a seven point seven percent boost. Interesting though that that's all kicking off, but the Bitcoin dominance has increased, which is a little bit unusual to see. Normally, once we see that market cap take you know taken off, it's a sign that people are piling into the shitty coins. But I mean, that's, <laughs> that is happening. If you look at all the green that's on the board, however. Um, Bitcoin is still increasing, which is interesting. Well, I do, I do want to say a quick, you're welcome to the people I helped out from buying, you know, all the coins during the Christmas time to now. I did get a few DMs saying thank you and yada yada. So yes. you're welcome. Even not though this is was... not financial. Yes. <laughs> and those people did their own research. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, I did. I had a look back i started dollar cost averaging on the 12th of may 2022 after three years of sitting and waiting and then i've i've last week i stopped my dollar cost averaging so now i'm just going to sit and wait so that was i had nine months of gobbly gobbleage so yeah big moves there Summer. yes bitcoin up nearly 10 percent up to you know it's flirting it's going to start flirting with the 25k range ethereum's up 7.3 percent wax is up 11 um, we might get back to the point one there, I think. I think Ethereum is going to go over 2,000 by the summer. Nice. Yeah, everything's up. Look at that. And Ripple's had, oh, Ripple and Cardano's had the lowest boost on the ones we've covered. But yes, very green. Look at Flow, up a whopping 22.1%. Was a dollar and two last week, dollar 31 this week. And Avalanche AVAX has had a big boost too. Was just under $18 this week, over $20 uh, last week just over $20 this week. It's looking very, very nice. But yeah, do your own research. Don't invest more than you're willing to lose. And most importantly of all, make sure you've got an exit strategy. Don't don't be one of these whiny bag holders. <laughs> the green days don't last forever. That is some financial advice if you want to bank that one. Green yeah, usually around the winter time is a good time to buy, and then summer, summer is sell time. Yeah, if you scroll out and take like a big picture approach, absolutely. All right, and as I said, in contrast to that, we are still slip sliding away on the upland data. We have um, what do we got? The transaction volume, it's down again, another two point eight percent. The trading volume's down another one point five percent. Unique active wallets down. 
another 1%. And, you know, you can say all that, but what, what does it really mean? I believe I've got this one here. So this is a one yearly snapshot. So this is from the Upland website. You can go, to, I believe it's on the community tabs page. You can scroll down and check the market anal analytics. So this is one year of data and there's no mistake in those trend lines. It is a gradual decline, but it is a very steady decline. Um, there is, you know, there is of course a lot of peaks in amongst that, but what's it going to take to pull us out of that downward trend? Do you think? Something big, something that's not, <coughs> something that's not a city release, something that's not more contests that you have to pay to win. Um, I'd say something Species big. IO. What is it? Species I, Species IO. Yes, mm, yes, yes. That's it right there. That would do it. That would do it for me. I mean, but I, I love Upland and I'll never leave. But yeah, for those was... who are leaving, sorry. <laughs> I salute you, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I would have thought the FIFA partnership like when that kicked off i thought oh well here we go um as we've seen that didn't really pan out that way as of yet um we'll have to wait and see we we do know that um our plans recently partnered with decentraland for you know some carnival experiences so whether it be more mainstream traction from more stuff like that perhaps as part of the what is it the oma 3 alliance who knows but yes there's no mistaking that trend anyhow um what have we got this week we've had just under three thousand properties minted of course expecting that to change very much by next week as we have more properties come on the market but we've still got three hundred and seventy-five thousand unminted properties that's a lot that is a lot <clears throat> yes and yeah it's pretty well contrasted in the city stats that we look at too a lot of red there's not much not much Christmas action there. She's pretty much all blood. Uh, what have we actually had a boost on? LA's up on the USD floor was $3.85 last week, up to just under $4 this week. And the Bronx is up on the UPEX price, was $10,900 last week, up to $11,444 this week. Everything else, as far as I can see, I can't see Dallas, but I believe it's either flat or red. Anything jumping yeah. out at anybody there? I mean, it's interesting to note that the Manhattan so, has dropped. Yep. I, I just find it interesting, everything dropping and, you know, seeing a lot of uh, feedback. I know you mentioned the treasure hunting and so forth. Um, a lot of people, I, I wonder if we're going to see a downward trend on people trying to just get out of treasure net, uh, treasure hunting nets, mm. since there really isn't a great need for them anymore. Yes. Well, who knows? They're liable to rebalance everything in another three months and then having a treasure net will be the best thing you could ever possibly have. So you just don't know. It is all very much in flux. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's interesting to note that there's so much, apparently there's so much you know, liquidity in players' hands waiting to be spent and yet a lot of these cities are dumping too. We do know there there are a lot of people looking to get out and walk away and do other things. Perhaps that's overriding that. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's definitely very much in the red. All right, unless anybody else wants to chime in there, we shall move on. 
All good. Over to you, Cheese. What else has been happening in Upland this week? <clears throat> the Samba School. Oh, my God. I didn't even go there. <laughs> Do you know where the address is? Oh, yeah, you're there. That's cool. I just go, uh, if you just go to Rio, it's there's a number of orange dots. It's the it's the top left one, I believe. Uh, not top orange, purple. One? Yeah, I believe it's purple. the top left one. Because I am I in it. Rio right now. So, oh, yeah, you're right. Ah. Oh. Perfecto. Yes. I can um I'll bring Oop. that up actually. I went and checked it out last night. Here we go. I'm gonna go I was all alone. I was all oh, alone. alone. Doing some moves. I mean it was pretty cool. It's it's a, definitely a big space in there. It'll be um very cool to see if it gets packed out. Um I said last week that's probably no matter what time these things are, I'm gonna whine about it. Well yeah, this this all kicks off at nine AM my time, so I'll be at work. So miss out on that one as well i won't be able to stand over to the side with musita having a pretend drink wow so, i gotta tell you i love this yeah me too yeah I go ahead the idea of having to to go to a spot and having community come together in a virtual space inside the spot and everything i know uh, elijah kudos to him getting that kind of started over in the real node but yeah. seeing uh, a plan also engaging and bringing in um, the central land is is actually, I think, a big a big step in the direction of creating a uh, metaverse, a cross platform metaverse. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I like it. <laughs> that, that actual that actual experience is very much it's almost a mirror of what you do in Decentraland anyway. So it it's going to be interesting to see how they can, you know, further work together or you know start blending those sorts of experiences. Whether there be you know portals or something to jump through so you know i think it's cool anybody else planning on going over have you been practicing your dance moves <laughs> i don't know how to samba i know how to do other stuff but samba is new to me it's oh. very fancy lucky for you all you have to do is press a button and it takes it away all by itself it's all oh, i thought you meant in real life no no you, you... <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to put on your your motion capture suit or something yeah, why not? Eventually. Eventually you will. Eventually, yeah. right? Freaking cats uh, will jump all over you and attack you again. They'll be like, what the hell are you doing, mum? <laughs> Trying to rip those motion capture balls off you. Oh, my God. So if you guys are finished, Sao Paulo is coming to Upland. And uh, the, the, <laughs> the picture looks pretty cool in regards to Ben's love of formula one it looks very formula one-esque it does doesn't it yes it does and i like yes. that well yeah i had to think next one about it oh yeah let us know what you find out because yeah. i heard a rumor that this for that the uh, this what did i just say the grace what is it ben formula one formula one <laughs> is going to be coming in november i don't know who i heard it from but i heard from a it's bird a, it's a weird time though because it all it's all done and dusted by then i mean i don't know unless it's for the following season yeah who knows maybe so um they put out information for sao paulo it's going to be a, a tier four unfortunately 
Um, we got an airport there. They had the sales today. Did anybody get lucky? Finsky did. Oh, nice. Finsky nice. managed to nab a terminal, a train terminal, and he was 20th. There was 20 people ahead of me. Um, I got up at 2.50 a.m. to check my emails and see if it was worth getting up for, and the closest I was was 841 people ahead of me. I just cannot catch a break on these days. <laughs> well, you got a semi-truck, so yeah. whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, and the neighborhood that they're going to launch is Kambuchi, Kambusi, I don't know, maybe Kambusi or Kambuchi, Itam, Bibi, <laughs> Liberdad, and Say. Oh my God. Which people. is, uh, yeah, this is big. This is pretty big. So have you got a, um, a train or a plane? Good yeah. on you. I don't know, 25,000 properties, 40% of them are FSA, including a whole neighborhood that's locked out. I think it's going to be another one of these ones where you're going to be lucky to get one or two. Well, he, I don't know. We did pretty good. I did pretty good in the, the last one. Where I thought I was going to get one or two. I ended up getting eight, which was pretty decent, and it wasn't too much of a kerfuffle. So I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. I'll just stick to my 150,000 you know, plan. Yes. Um, motor car sale. Woo! Fueled by the Upland Racing app. Yes. Woo! <laughs> can, I, can I just jump in there on top of you before we move on to that? Um, TB125 sure. has said in chat that Formula One is in Las Vegas in November. Yeah, that's the first race. So that could be interesting if Ooh, the rumor is accurate. Good news. Good news. Good info. That could be juicy. Yes. Juicy. <laughs> um so <laughs> rainbow of colors hardly but yeah they have some they have some series v passenger series v cargo now what is the difference between the passenger and the cargo i'm thinking passenger is something that you can carry a lot of people and cargo is something that you can carry items yeah go passenger has 12 seats yeah, passenger ah. has 12 seats. So we could all go camping. Put, yeah, you could put 12 people in there. And if you're thinking of like uh, driving people and Ubering people around in city releases, a 12 passenger van is going to be a very nice business. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. Now, what but about the other? I was going to talk about that a little bit, but I guess I'll do All right. That. No, 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 no. I'm not. I, I won't <laughs> dive too far. I'm just giving the upland-ish, like just the basics, and then no, I'll let you go into that. Yeah. So I, when you come up, I want to know about these basic bitches, the series twos, but then we'll move on from there. <laughs> um, uh, besides that, let's see. Besides that, the UPX awards for NFLPA collections. I don't even want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. My TB might, he might dive into that. We'll wait. Oh, good. <laughs> Better you than me. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it, basically. Yeah, there was like, there was not a lot happening, but if you dig into it, there is a fair bit happening. Um, I think I'm getting up at 3 a.m. or earlier every day this week because there's something going on. So, yeah. Have to wait and see. I mean, it's a lot. I'm just not very showman <laughs> with it all, but but yeah, I'm excited for the samba thing. I'm excited for the car sale. I, I'm always buying more vehicles. Um, 
for for Sao Paulo. Yes. And there's also, don't forget too, we did have another wave of jailings kick off um, yesterday, I believe, with (laughs) no explanations given again. A whole bunch of people, um, there's a few people that we're connected to, that's how we found out of it, but I did jump over to Upland General and there was swathes of people woke up to find themselves in jail. They go over to check their emails, no explanation. Um, I don't know. I think maybe that's, that's the first item in our new segment, the grease factor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right we'll leave it at that then we'll cover that a bit later on we'll dive into that sink your teeth into that a bit more all right we don't we still don't have a block explorer person so if you're out there and you want to cover the block explorer news there is a position position vacant for that and you get to spam your shop and all sorts of stuff um if that's something that interests you send me a dm and we'll get you set up just like our friend TB125 has done by taking over the Legits News. Hey there, mate. I sure am. How's it going? Good, buddy. Cool. I'll just keep speaking to all the various things you can buy and sell in MetaVentures until uh, somebody else comes on and takes over. But, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, my specialty is being FIFA and cars because those are the ones I'm lucky enough to own, but uh, happy to talk to anything as we go through. Uh, this week in FIFA land has been a pretty quiet one. Um, loads and loads of people putting in sort of low value things for sale, but not a huge number of people actually buying them. The, uh, the interesting thing is most of the sales are coming from new players. So I think people who are just seeing things that are super affordable, you know, there's stuff in a lot of the stores for 250 300 upx at the moment so there's stuff that people can pick up that uh, they can at least have in a wallet even if it's not of any great use to them at the moment but could be in the future who knows um prices for the rarer items in the fifa stuff are sliding down i think it's related to people trying to free up upx for all of the upcoming sales and things um, but particularly like those spotlight mementos that they still haven't released the videos for. So those uh, those are coming down and might might be be worth a grab for people if uh, if they want to take a bit of a risk on something that's new and unique to uh, to the game actually working out. Um, I've seen some of those going for under 15k Apex at the moment when they were going for upwards of 150 when the actual World Cup was on. So that's quite something. Mm uh that's it on the fifa side of things nflpa i know there was a lot of chat about the uh the various leaderboards and things i mean I, i've struggled to keep on top of the nflpa leaderboards i i don't have much skin in that game um i left it too late to sort of start getting involved and then when i found out that some of my older legits weren't uh weren't counting because it's mostly the 2022 ones that uh that actually count towards it i just sort of gave up on that one but uh for sure, last week there was a big increase in trades, certainly through the meta ventures, partly due to the Super Bowl and partly because of the uh, leaderboards that they're bringing up. Um, and I see you've got the uh, NFLPA uh, collection one-time rewards up on there on the screen as well. So they are definitely worth a talk to. I think uh, depending on what you already have going, there's some nice little freebie UPX rewards there. Um I don't know whether they're big enough to justify going out and buying things right now in order to receive the rewards. But if you're already in that game, I think uh, they're pretty decent. Uh, It's essentially free epics, so we can't really argue with that. Um, 
the Super Bowl mementos never sold out. Um, I told you all last week I bought a couple of them at extortionate prices. So uh, I suspect that's 100,000 epics of mine that's gone down the drain that I'll never see again unless there's a, a sudden interest in Chiefs paraphernalia at some point in the future. Uh, so that one will be a hold <laughs> for me. The uh, the only positive side, in a way, is that uh, one of my the two that I got they refunded my uh, my epics because the player never played, so they said they couldn't release the memento, oh, which I thought was beneficial to me. Although it would also be quite annoying if you'd actually set out to purchase that. So uh, I'm not going to complain about it, but somebody else may have done. Uh, onto soccer stuff, they're still pushing the FC Porto mementos pretty hard. Um, they seem to pop up on the feeds quite a lot, but I'm not sure how many people are actually getting involved with that. There's very little chat about it on the forums, so still not, not a huge amount to add on the the soccer side of things there until they start bringing in some more teams and creating collections, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, just to touch on cars, I'm just going to talk to the sales bit. I'll leave Dak to do everything else. Um, but USD car sales, um, people are clearly trying to offload stuff to bring in USD that they need for one thing or another. So there are still a few good uh, value below mint cars out there in USD if anyone has that to spare. There's also um, a little bit of reduction in UPX prices for them this time around because the I think with the upcoming sales and things, people are trying to release release the UPX again. Um, but though there aren't any um, UPX cars that are under mint, so there is still some residual value in there, even though there's suggestions that the market's kind of saturated. Actually, if you're dealing with the in-game currency, it's still looking pretty solid there. So can't really complain about that too much. Uh, it will be interesting to see what the next sale throws out, but uh, I'm hanging on in anticipation that it's uh, a precursor to them actually putting some utility out there. Uh, but I'll leave the rest of that on to uh, Dak to chat with. That's all for this week's Legits update, unless anybody has any questions. Well, if we wanna if we wanna get a deal on some of those, where should we go, mate? You forgot to give yourself a plug. <laughs> this is very true. If I if I was looking for a deal on some FIFA legits, and there are some super cheap ones in there, um, most of which are not mine, by the way, I am letting all the other players sell stuff. Uh, head over to eleven twenty Sharon Sharon Road in uh, Las Vegas uh, to Fremont Fanatics, and you can pick some up there. And if you want to look at cars, seven two seven Fremont Street in Vegas is the place to go. Although I'm not selling a huge number of them at the moment because I'm I'm on a bit of a hold with those in the hope of some value going up and some utility. Yeah, well, what have we got? Just under 600 cars coming on to the market very soon. So yeah, it's going to be, as you said, it's going to be interesting to see how that works in with everything. Yes, true. indeed. Chase? Oh, oh, I was saying true. Oh, like... I heard you clear your throat. Normally you're about to unleash some knowledge when you do that. <laughs> All right, where we at? Um, we still don't have the UP man. We haven't been able to touch base with him. So we'll move on to you, Dak. We missed you last week. How's things, mate? Hey, everyone. Uh, all right. Doing okay. So I think that the big news in racing is more cars are hitting the market. Uh, none of these are really great racing cars. I mean, the the Series 2Es, are, I think, could be viable in... Uh, certain types of races, but they're they're not anything that I think is going to be ooh ah uh, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, what I am very interested in, though, is the 
uh, bands. And in particular, if you look at the mint numbers for the cargo band, bands, it's a max of uh, 80, mm. right, per, uh, per color. So the cargo vans are going to, I think, be a little bit limited. Um, if you couldn't afford a semi-truck, the cargo vans are a great option, mm. right? That's, that's and so, trip. yeah, so I, I, I like the cargo vans, as I was kind of hinting at earlier. Um, I think that the passenger vans, and obviously there's going to be a lot more of those available at 160 minutes uh, per color. Um, but you notice that the price point for that is higher. There is more of them. But the idea being that um, not everyone is going to have cars. Eventually, we know that they will be using cars for transportation. And so passenger vans and whatever it is that they end up doing with city releases in terms of passenger um, uh, transportation, I think that the passenger vans are probably going to be one of the best money makers for mm -hmm. transportation. And so in terms of an investment, and this is not financial advice, this is my own personal opinion. So we'll just put that out there. But I do like the idea of passenger vans over cargo vans in the early game. In the long game, I think cargo vans are going to have more value only because there's lower minting and there's going to be a lot more transportation of cargo than there is individuals. Because mm -hmm. think about the fact that not only is MV Motors putting out more cars, we're also, we know we're going to have uh, partnership deals with other cars coming in and players are going to be putting out cars and so forth. So eventually everyone will have one or two or three cars. And so I think the cargo business will be a better long-term play than the uh, passenger uh, business. Just an FYI, that's the way I think this. Uh, and that's the way I was kind of planning and setting myself up in, in terms of like business models and so forth. One thing to um, kind of um, to keep in mind too, with the cargo, with the cargo vans, we've got, we've got, we know they're going to transport stuff but we've got no indication of what they can transport like um with samurai aquatics like most of our items are quite large we don't know any of the mechanics on whether those large outdoor decor items will will have to be transported in like the semi-trailers um we've just got no indication of that whatsoever so um so what's interesting is um and i shout out to yk uh 2012 and Upland Guide, I was looking at, he had a kind of a stats um, document on vehicles. And so the, they don't, there, there wasn't any stats for cargo vans in there. So I would have to look this up, but the special vans that they had, they had um, 1,767 uh, cargo capacity in liters, mm. right? But if you look at a semi truck, Compare that 1,767 to a semi-truck. The semi-truck, you know, biggest capacity is 2,260 liters. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. There's also aspects of outdoor decor where we have to... Oh, wait. What... I'm sorry. I got I to gotta back up. Okay. It wasn't the semi-truck. It was the Series T, the pickup trucks. Oh. So the, the difference between a pickup truck and a van is, is, isn't that great. Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 semi trucks we don't know because we don't know what their trailers are going to be able to hold. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of well, when we submit our outdoor decor items, we have to within the blender stats we have to say how long it is, how wide it is, how tall it is. Like some of our items, um, 
I don't remember off the top of my head, geez, the spirals that we've just had released. I think they're almost three metres high. So it wouldn't make much sense to put those in a cargo van. Um, so, yeah, as you I said. strap them to the top. The top, yeah. We, we just yeah. don't know how, how, um, yeah. how micro are they going to go with all of that stuff. Well, and, but if you think about a lot of the other outdoor decor shops out there, mailboxes, doggy houses, flagpoles, things like that, I could see those being easily transported. And they tend to be manufactured in higher numbers, too, because they're smaller. So yeah. um, I, I, I do believe that transportation will be a good business in the future. Um, I just think there's a lot of work that needs to happen on the ground before that that becomes a reality. Yeah. So don't so invest because you're thinking of being able to buy a car and flip it anytime soon. So you're saying the passenger van for sooner profits <laughs> and cargo for longer term down the line? Well, really cargo, you'll probably, once transportation becomes a thing, you'll be able to use it. Passenger vans are going to be really good in the early game because a lot of people won't have cars. So if you have passenger vans and you have to use transportation to get into like a city release or something, then the passenger vans are going to be able to charge a thousand upics a ride, 12 people or 11 people in that ride, that's 11,000 upics. You do like 10 or 12 of those, that's, you know, over 120,000. I mean, one city release and you pay for your car. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's all scale too. Like obviously the amount of, um, events or things that are going to require passenger transport is going to be way more for a long time than like uh, moving decor and that sort of stuff because at the moment there's well, out of the 10 original decor businesses I think maybe only six of them are active um, we are expecting that's going to open up of course but they're not just going to open up the floodgates it's going to be like the block explorers where they'll you know they'll open up perhaps they'll open up for another 10 participants and you know mm-hmm. you, you're probably well, you're probably talking 18 months before that's fully wide open. I, I think that what's going to become interesting is just talking to some folks, things like DevOps are being thrown around mm. in with Upland. And when you start thinking of DevOps, what that okay. really kind of needs leads to is development operations and being able to uh, optimize and automate and create more self-service type models. Once they actually have that in place where your meta venture doesn't have to be managed by an individual where it has to be approved by Jen or whatever it is. Once you actually have automated processes and business rules, and then just the oddballs get validated or reviewed, or you do kind of like uh, spot checks on different products and so forth, the uh, rant period on MetaCorps and meta ventures are going to really start going up fast. Um, so, I wanted to know, um, in your best opinion, do you think people, the the meta ventures who own the car shops currently, will have a chance to apply to <clears throat> make the cars out of their showrooms as well, like design them, if they were interested? So I will, I, I have no clue, but I will say this for myself. I have made no secret that my plan is to come out with a meta venture that is a automotive uh, company. And I have not built any showrooms. And part of it is right now, those showrooms are allocated to MV Motors. I wanna be able to sell my own cars in my showrooms. 
So I haven't built anything until I know what the functionality is going to be for selling my own cars in my own showrooms. Mm. I'm going to tell you one thing, though, that kind of bit me in the ass when I did that, because I decided not to make any factories or showrooms either. And then um, Upland came out with the, oh, uh, you have a chance now to sell decor out of your showroom. And we I really wanted to expand Samurai Aquatics to the East Coast. And I, I went and I struggled and I got my showroom built and it was too late. And I could have applied if I had that showroom up then. So, yeah. And, and then I will say that I, that my plan is not to build showrooms, but I will have at least a showroom ready to go just to make sure. Just in case. Yes. Right. Uh, and and I already have a factory built and so forth, right? But it's not. Uh, it, I am not buying and building multiple factories in every city with showrooms in every city and things like yeah. that yet. Yeah, yeah I had I had the same idea as you, Dak. I didn't want to build anything until I knew for sure. Yeah. And there's there's quite a right. lag on the showrooms too, isn't it? Like it's a thirty is it a thirty day build even when it's fully staked or something? That's quite. I think showrooms are quicker than factories. Yeah. My showroom a large factory are, is. Yeah, yeah obscene, yeah. <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> now, in other news in racing, um, I gotta throw, give a shout out to the Poker Hand node in uh, Las Vegas. They are like this close. To releasing information about their uh, X cart experience in Upland and Upex world, and that has a uh, it definitely has an affiliation with URL. So we're excited about that uh, partnership, and we're looking forward to people seeing what they've built because it's awesome. That's so cool! So, I can't wait. Is, yeah, is so. that what Slab was? Slab was doing a few sneak peeky posts. I woke up this morning and he's put so, a few sneaky peaky posts around the place. Yeah, so he put some sneaky peaky posts in URL with like some go-karts. Yeah. And uh and yes, that is that is that that's headed in that direction. Okay. Now what they also did with putting like the cars, the MV motor cars in on the planet, and where you could just do a free roaming race through the planet in, in your pickup truck. All of a sudden I want to be able to get a pickup truck and just go through the dunes of planet X. <laughs> nice. Nice. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, so there's, I think there's a lot of good stuff. Obviously um, other folks have been doing a lot with racing and, and it's still a community that's building and going up. And uh, one of the other things is TML has partnered with um, castle racing, the Citadel node and we now have five S1Rs at our disposal for wow. racing. Juicy. So, yeah. So, uh, Castle Racing is now in full force for racing in URL. Very yeah, cool. I saw that so in we, their uh, UPX World uh, stream. That's pretty awesome. Yep. So, yeah. So, URL <laughs> Racing will probably start kicking off probably end of Q2 is what I'm trying to shoot for. We'll see. All right. And is there anything else you've got going on on the peripheral that may not be exactly car related that you want to share out? Uh, 
Well, in terms of racing, uh, obviously nodes and communities are part of the whole experience at URL. And we announced um, yesterday, uh, DML announced his X node or X network. Uh, and Castle is part of that, uh, the Citadel node. And uh, we will be looking to create uh, node packages for folks that want to do XNet. Thank you, Shaqman. Uh, we will be creating uh, node packages for people that want to build in terms of uh, how to kind of maximize their neighborhood point systems or create diversity or create themes. You know, there's obviously a lot of um, a lot of nodes that have, or neighborhood projects that have themes like Creedmoor, MTU has all of the nice little lettering and stuff, right? So it's, uh, we, we will be uh, working with nodes to kind of do that mass. NFT Architect has a big project that he's working with us now, thank you. And so we're excited about that one. And then you keep building, so we love it. Well, I, I, MTU has more than letters. It has organization and uh, exclusivity, but go on. <laughs> it's, uh, but in terms of the structures and how they're built, yeah, not how you run your nose. I know, I know. Just being, <laughs> a, just being sure. <laughs> what? All right, I took up too much time. Thank you. No, yeah. I love hearing you talk. You're a good talker. Alrighty, thank you, Dak Man, and that brings us up to the Joe and the agency segment. Are you there, lads? Yes. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to episode number 23 of Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, as always. So we'll start with, uh, we have a drop by R4KZ, and they have a new project launching this week called Different Goblins. And, uh, they have a new Goblin NFT each day this week, and that is going to be at 1600 UTC, and that's 8 a.m. PT, and that's Monday through Friday this week. It's pretty cartoony-type art on these, and I was looking for some utility, but I couldn't find any. However, I'm sure it's just not announced yet, um, so we'll keep an eye on that and their announcements. But as, all, uh, as always, it's a good thing to get into the you know groundbreaking projects. All right, yeah, new projects. Get in early, as they say. Um, okay, uh, next drop we're talking about is Avalon, and they're coming out with their silver access passes today at 20 UTC or noon California time. However, you can register to win an emerald access pass, which I think the cheapest one is around 60 to $80 in wax right now, um, up until March 1st. And you might as well sign up and get a free chance to win from this project. Uh, we put the link in for the Bounty Block Challenge in the description. Uh, little side note, the Bounty Block is a website that you can set up giveaways through where people complete tasks like following on Twitter or joining a Discord to gain entries into a contest. Um, and the Emerald Pass, the alpha testing is starting March 6th. And um, Avalon nft this is just a little reminder for you avalon is an nft field blockchain play to earn game inspired by the legend of king arthur and the island of avalon it's a first of its kind online multiplayer role-playing game um it works with the poly polygon blockchain and multiple chains such as wax and solana integrated into the reward system 
uh, I actually got an Emerald Pass. I didn't realize it didn't start till March 6th. Um, so I definitely need to talk to Cheese and Dak about getting ready for when it actually works. Um, do you guys have any comments about Avalon? <clears throat> Dak, yeah. can you start? <laughs> yeah. Um, Avalon actually has been doing really well. The, the team has constantly, on a weekly basis, been adding more and more functionality. Um, Sanguister Khan is the guild that Morchis and I started. We are now on our second village. Our first village was completely sold out. The second village, they did an amazing job with it. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And there's still new buildings there that are available as NFTs to be purchased. The game itself is evolving and growing. Um, I, I, it's, it's going to be something awesome. And the fact that it's cross-platform, that it was already the roadmap already has it going into Nintendo and Xbox. It's just, they, they have a very broad, you know, they have a very big vision for a five-year plan. And there's actual gameplay. Like you go in there, you don't just kind of like click, collect your stuff and go. Like you have to actually go to, go to NPCs, get a quest, bring an item back to the NPC then go get another item to open a raid door that you have to complete to get a badge that will give you something later on down the line. Like each, um, each like uh, business you own, like let's say a mill or a temple or, or stable will give you uh, like awards just for owning them and and doing so so it, it it's definitely something to look into and look out for if you're a gamer and you're a blockchain like investor this is something really great yeah we actually have had a couple of folks that joined sd that are investors um recently we had kitty and td join so we you know we have folks that are out there looking at different games the gameplay itself is you know, imagine if WoW, but not with as much money, made it onto blockchain. I mean, it really is an RPG game. Uh, we've also done a lot of events. We have what we call A-Sports. I've talked about that before, where we do horse races. And uh, yes, I actually brought racing into Avalon. So go figure. But <laughs> yeah, we have amazing horse races and uh, other games in there too. So it's an open world in many ways that you can have a lot of fun in. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And I, I bought a couple of Emerald Passes way back as an investment thing. But if Ben ever wanted to come in, that one of those Emerald Passes would definitely have his name on it. Just saying. <laughs> Do it. Anyway, uh, back on the subject. Thank you, guys. Um, Taco has a drop today at 20 UTC or noon PST, and they are doing 2,000 automator packs. So this is a prime opportunity to be able to get free uh, Shing every day, and Shing is their token or currency for those who might not know. So don't miss this chance to jump into the Taco universe with the new this new NFT. Taco um, is a project I was referred to by Morchies, and uh, even though I have not dove in, I feel I have missed out. Um, I think with these these up and coming packs drops, I think there's always a chance to get in. 
Um, and and like with that, with with the Shing, you develop with these new stuff, you can buy some of the old stuff. It is a long process because they are extremely like set right now. And people who got in early are definitely good. But I think you, with Taco, there's still always chances. Like Eric said, yeah, never too late to get into Taco. Yeah, this is a good opportunity, it sounds like. So um, I guess a little bit about automators. They are a robot NFT and they execute work inside a brigade venue and they do that every four hours. And for each piece of work it does, the automator earns shing for their owners and you get an experience to the venue they're working at. So it's really a win-win for anyone who wants to purchase this. And the quantities and pricing goes 900 available for the small automator pack and you get three NFTs for $24. 700 available for the big automator packs. They have five NFTs and they're $40. And lastly, 400 available for the whale automator packs, which have 10 NFTs and those are $80. So get a good, a good chance to get a return for, on your money on this. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I have, I got an extractor a long time ago and it does pay me sheen per hour or whatever but it is i will say it is 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 not a very immediate return it is definitely a long-term <laughs> return on investment um okay uh next drop is music dens from left house this is a new project from left house dropping today at 115 california time through 2115 utc um on his website which we linked in the description he describes it as music dens, music den, uh, music dens for music degens. Collect the music den rooms, stereo equipment, mini vinyl, and wall art packs. Set up the stereo equipment, hang some art, and drop the needle on the vinyl and feast your ears on the beautiful Left House music in your fully set up music den. Uh, this seems interesting, and Left House is constantly creating new work and concepts, so I definitely recommend checking him out. Absolutely. Tales from the Crypt. I always say from, but it's Tales of the Crypto, uh, one of my favorites. And they have two drops, Wednesday and Sunday. And they're both mystery, mystery drops. And hopefully it won't be a Chuck Norris. Right, Marge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they recently did the Valentine's Day blend, and I was able to pull one of the 11 attempts I had to get a rear. So that was lucky. Woohoo! Congratulations, Rob. Congrats. So uh, I'll be able to get a free uh, bleeding heart NFT for owning that. So, and that should be dropped anytime, but it's not dropped to the wallets yet. All right, bleeding heart. Okay, <laughs> uh, Marcus, one of our favorite Brazilian artists, releases his eleven elevator NFT this Thursday at nineteen fifteen UTC or eleven fifteen California time. And he also has a currently uh, currently has a tarot card reading with the purchase of a ticket. This ticket grants you a one card pull tarot reading with Marcus through text on Telegram. Uh, this is pretty cool. You can actually talk to the artist directly, I guess, through text. But um, I'm super interested in this because I've been working on a crypto tarot deck. So I definitely want to check this out. Yeah, we'll see how yours stacks up against his. Maybe a. Uh... You can incorporate readings via Zoom as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you can do it. You get you a little crystal ball. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Dude, do you know how oh, to do that, uh, Joe? Because I would I would pay you. I, I would yeah. do 
That would be so What? Why did you have a Discord for this? Dude. <laughs> if you get a specific card rarity, you get a free reading. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, come on. We got to talk. Let, I have to. Yeah, yeah, we need to get you. All right. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No problem. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love to talk and 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 hear some of your amazing ideas. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then that does it for this week's edition of Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> All right. Heard from you right away. <laughs> thank you. Alrighty. Thank you very much, boys. Lots to check out there. Make sure you check out the links in the description to follow up on some of that good stuff. All right, uh, other MBE news and updates. One and choose the Metaverse show. In episode 72, we were joined by guest co-host and Blender 3D generalist Slav. Um, we mentioned him before in regards to some kart racing stuff that's going on. And we covered Upland's recent partnership with Decentraland. Um, what else did we do? Oh, there was Upland apparently is the next best thing since sliced bread. That was out and about in the news. Uh, NFTs are poised to be the next frontier in gaming and the Forever 21 fashion brand is going after Gen Z shoppers' money in Roblox. Of course, we also got to learn more about Slab, his journey into Web3, and some of the many Layer 2 projects he's currently working on. Anything else in particular happening in the MBE this week, Cheese? Um, I have a few drops out. I'm working on some new projects too. I'm still working on the Chuck Norris. <laughs> um, I'm also working on a, a pixel sandwich for TML. And oh, I submitted my pyramid for 1111. I'm just all over the place, but it, it's uh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So the um be mine Valentine's Day heart, uh the Lizette NFT I finally got out. She was on our show. It was a great episode. Y'all should check it out if you if you can. And then um I don't know what to do with Slav, like. Because I I guess I could do a really angry gingerbread man either doing karate or racing in a car. Absolutely. I'm just impressed. Look at look at this body of work you have built. I can't believe I have so many. Yeah. Crazy. That's freaking weird. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> and cool. it just like this just goes to show how many people we had on our show, too. Yes. Now we had Slab on last week. We've got another guest on this week, another well-known community member and a legend of the MBE. Uh, that's this week. And we might have a special guest on the following week as well. I'm still not 100% convinced that that whole thing set up's not a scam, but we'll see how we go. I'm going to follow up on that this evening and try and check that out. All right, where else are we at? Uh, in Samurai Aquatics and Decor updates, uh, we are still working on that second 10-piece outdoor decor set that I mentioned last week. I didn't end up sharing anything, I believe, because, um, yeah, we don't have much to share on that because we still got a Cheese and DTEC and myself are going to get together uh, this week and work out some of the details of that. But from what we've seen so far, it's looking very cool, very cool indeed. And I think I also mentioned earlier in the show that uh, we've just had um, six new models approved for manufacturing at Samurai Aquatics and Decor. If you want to get a sneak peek at what's happening there, you can check out 3911 Ale Mini Boulevard in San Francisco. Um, that's the Samurai Aquatics factory that's pumping them out at the moment. Uh, these were items that we submitted uh, as early as September last year that have finally come through. So, 
And you will see that although I've started to get some of those ready in the showroom, you'll have to be in the Samurai Aquatics Discord server and have the sales blast uh, role to keep up with when they go live for sale. Uh, if you're not in the server, I can only assume that you don't give a toss about outdoor decor, which is fair enough, I suppose. Um, if you are in the <laughs> server, but you don't have the sale blast role, I, I ping that when we have new stuff put up for sale in the showroom, obviously, as it sounds like. Um, if you don't have that role and you would like it, send me a DM, please. But yeah, very cool to see those extra items come through. Like I said, massive lag on between when we submitted them and when they've come up, you know, through for us to manufacture. But we shall get them built and they'll be ready for the events that are coming up this year. See how we go. All right, wine of the week. I've got one for this week. Uh, as I am famous for doing, I almost always insta-reject offers. However, I've got one this week and I went, huh, that's actually interesting. So I took a look at it. I thought, yep, you know what? I'm going to accept this offer. So I accepted a structure ornament offer. It was one of the new Carnival structure ornaments for a FIFA legit. And I thought, sweet, that's a pretty good deal on my part. But it got glitched out and hung up. And I can't contact the player because they aren't on Discord and they don't have the chat, in-game chat activated. So if you're out there, billionaire, hit me up <laughs> somewhere. And we'll see if we can contact Upland together and sort it out. Yeah, I pressed accept and it's been two, three days now. It still shows him as the owner. So I don't know what's going on. Anybody else have a wine? Uh, Kachow DM'd me a wine. He couldn't be here. But he said, Upland didn't match the reset of the treasure hunt cost increases with the reset of daily send pickups. Oh, there's a lot of kerfuffle with that. The timing of that or something, people are blowing up that it doesn't match in or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit That's weird. part of my wine as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go, get, take it away. Like, take add it away, to jazz. it. So um actually in the in the chat I sent a link so as a reference uh Ben you could um if you could share your screen so oh, is that know. the the uh, the upland page Yeah it's the upland page to talk about the competitive tier yeah. cooldowns and if you actually, scroll a little to the bottom yep. it shows you um the different UPX prices This one Yeah that one right there yeah so my wine is, well, I just wanted to point out, if you look at like just tier one, right? And if you normally do a lot of standard spawns, then after you do 31, it's going to cost you 265 Apex. Yeah. And the minimum you can get from it is 290. So if you don't have any type of web, that's going to cost you a lot. So to me, it feels like Upland is trying to... Not, Upland just doesn't want people to do uh, treasure hunts anymore because they're discouraging it, is what I'm getting from it. You, um, what, what's the minimum send fee in T1s? Is 40 Upex, isn't it? Uh, I, go ahead. I think it's yeah, 25. You can, you can get some for 25, but okay, yeah. I think the 25 ones are if the player hasn't changed it because the, the default, the lowest default may have been changed to 50 by mm. upland yeah I, th I think uh, they changed that there was a bunch of people that were grandfathered into the old version but i think they got force upgraded really let me um, go check because i know yeah. i've had 
mine at 25 or 30. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go yours on. is still at 25 or 30 because I remember landing on some of yours. Oh, nice. And if you scroll down a little bit more, then, yep. uh, yes. So um, there's like different cooldown periods now. And it's it's great because that means like people that are constantly hitting rares, um, it will give some other people a chance to uh, try to go for it. But now when you hit one of these treasures, the cooldown period is only for that type of treasure. So yes. if you hit a limited, you're only cooled down for an hour for the limited, but you can still go for the exclusive and rares. And I guess this is still a wine from many months ago that there's there's a, a fair number of players that has some sort of help with the treasure hunts. So that means for those players, they're giving them a more chances of of taking different types of treasures from legit players that that's kind of like pushing the legit players out yeah it's 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 making it very hard for people that want to start playing with this to get involved i, I think it's one of those it's one of these situations where i wish they would put this out to the community you know put, put a thing in there how do you think that we could improve treasure treasure hunting you know, put it out there and get some feedback. I know um, people like Russell Envy have, you know, put videos together and <clears throat> said, you know, this is how it could be improved. And it appears that some aspects of that have been taken on board. Um, Dak? So going to the question about putting it out for the community, mm. the treasure hunts, they come out of the community pool, right? Mm. Yep. And so the community now, now it's all one pool. It's a community pool. Isn't the community supposed to have some say over uh, financial decisions impacting the community pool, Upex pool? I'd like to play devil's advocate to this. Definitely. All right. So basically, if you leave it to the people who enjoy treasure hunting, you're going to get a, a way more lax and not not revenue producing like i'm 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 looking at this from a business perspective and as bamtech said treasure hunting doesn't produce revenue uh any development is a loss leader for upland i think they see it as a necessary evil and would like to kill it i personally only do standards i did dabble in the cupid thing in san francisco and i got a few which is rare for me um <clears throat> i don't Think this is a bad thing i think treasure hunting needs to be limited um i think spark needs to be more reserved and if you leave it up to the people people will shoot themselves in the foot just to get a quick like a quick prize you know what i'm saying so i'm okay like i hear that people hate this but i'm kind of okay with it it's I'm money not... making game. You got to put money in to get money. So if you're not putting money in to make yourself a web, then do something else rather than treasure hunt. Uh, you know what? I'm good with that. But one of the things that I, I, I do think that there needs to be some community, at least like some feedback um, I do see the point of it, of the business and how do you kind of maximize it at the same time. I don't want the idea of the community pool and the community being involved to just be kind of, um, 
a pat in the head kind of thing. You know, uh, I, I really do want there to be some more engagement of the community for major shifts in their economic model. I think I think you're right in regards to what they're working on. We can dis- we can choose what gets more looked at or put in front line. But when it comes to making money, I don't think I don't think the customer is right. Okay. I am I, I completely agree. And I've actually said this before that I, I don't believe that players should be telling Upland how to run their company. It's not the way things work. Right. So I do agree that with that, but I think that there needs to be better definition of what is company economic development and company roadmap and management versus what's community development and engagement. Yeah, I agree with that. And how does community play a part in that? Right. And I think, oh, go ahead. I think that's where the breakdown is in terms of what they, what the community gets upset about versus what Upland does. And then there's always confusion between what the community role is versus what the company's fiduciary responsibility is. Yeah. Yeah. They should like have a list of things they're going to put out and we get to choose what comes out in what order, like what significance they put on specific projects and, and uh, vote on what we find is more um, important to us as the customer. Yeah, I I'll, do agree with that. I've said this for a long time. Like Upland is famously in better. Every better game process that I've been part of, part of being a better participant is that you offer feedback and that feedback's taken on board and, you know, it's it's part of the, the building, the system that's eventually released. Um, that's not always the case here. Um, yeah, one hour cooldowns. I mean, that's that's it's strange that they would go for that because that's that's definitely a step backwards. Um, for basics, that, though, for basics, yeah, and and for here's basics. the thing: the people who do the rares don't really look at the basics. They, well, they probably will, will start now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's the kind of weird part that they've essentially. You know that they've pushed the rares to an eight-hour cooldown, but then said, "Well, but you can gobble up in that those eight hours. You could gobble up, you know, almost three exclusives or eight limiteds. It's it's very strange." Um, I just want to go back to what Shaq said. She said, "Care about the UPX rewards." Yeah. Uh, the only reason to treasure hunt is for Spark, and you still get Spark. And Bamtech um, when hunt for Spark, UPX is a bonus. Yeah. I think so as well. All right, Jess, you brought it up. Is there anything else you want to say to wrap that part up? No, no, I think I've, I've said all I can see. All right. Um, yeah, now, in the last, I believe it was the last wine and cheese show, Cheese and I came up with a new term, the grease factor. So if, if you have <laughs> a wine of the week that um, is a bit more whiny than a wine, then let us know and we'll hook you up with a new grease factor segment. Um, and just to say, like, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. Yeah, um, it's always great to get two sides of the, the situation just so, like, every people watching, they're going to agree more with, with Jazz and Kachow. Some people are going to agree with me and Dak. Like, uh, it's good to have both sides for everybody that's watching, and there's no right or wrong. Right, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, sorry. I mean, <laughs> and I grew up in Upland when Treasures first came on the scene, and there was no cooldown at all. It was just an absolute wild west free-for-all so you know. do, 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 do. Do, do, <laughs> <How to> tumbleweed <laughs> on that <Sorry>. note 
What's been happening in the Bronx to hell this week, geez? Bronx, so we just got a big uh, apartment done. And um, I didn't get a chance to see what else is out there or read. Uh, I, I know. I think think okay. Dub, Dub might have Dub started a new one, one I believe. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Like getting those big ones done and dusted is is pretty, pretty exciting for me. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm still working on my school node builds with the UCC. They should be getting wrapped up. I thought it was going to be wrapped up this week, but it probably looks like we're another two weeks away. And then, yeah, still planning to head to Stropwood and we'll reevaluate from there. Uh, Midtown Terrace, not much happening there. We're at 84% last week. Tiny bump up to 84.2% there this week. And in other UDU news, it's been pretty quiet all around, which is nice. Um, Although Finsky does have a bit of a competition balance stacked up at the moment. So keep if you're in the UDU server, keep your eyes open. I would imagine he's probably, he might be cooking up a new challenger event. Um, <laughs> or if you have an idea for a challenger event, send him DM. I'm sure he'd appreciate, appreciate your thoughts. Other than that, pretty quiet. Right, oh, am I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm over net worth 50 million. Oh yes, that was that should have been a win. Yeah, absolutely. I did see that, that through was the my weekend. Win. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Bam Tech asked before, what's the code word or phrase? If you haven't dropped it, well, I'm dropping it right now, and we're right at the back end of the show, so um, should be an easy one. This one, the code phrase for this week is, I caramba samba. <laughs> I caramba samba. Can I just write that? I caramba. I caramba samba. samba. <laughs> Yes. Um, I think well, I did have a number of main topics down to discuss, but I think we kind of touched on them all. Sao Paulo terminal sales, I would assume they're all, all done and dusted. Like I said, Finsky managed to snag one. I had no hope whatsoever. Um, there was, before we kicked off, there was a little bit of a debate on what's the play there. If you mint a terminal, are you going to flip it? What would you mint? Well, what would you flip it for? I was very much in the mint to flip. Anybody else still holding out for the long promised um, functionality with terminals where we were supposed to get, if you owned a terminal, you're supposed to get a kickback on part of the actual travel fees and all that, or is everybody terminalizing? Is it a flex or is it a flip? Um, I think I, I, this is not, this is only my opinion. Mm. Um, I feel like to keep terminals, train terminals at least, relevant they're gonna have to let people do more with them in regards to building on them um i actually mm -hmm. had an interesting conversation with dr tid a uh, funny guy and he has this really awesome trained terminal spatial ready for oh. when he's able to do this and he has some great ideas like i don't want to put any i because he he was telling me in, in a specific room i don't know how much he wanted me to share but he he has some really good ideas out there, and uh, I I would love to see them put yes. out. Was that a hand up for Slav? Uh, Bamtex in chat said flip all day. Dax a hodler. He's still hodling his Dallas terminal. I mean, I had a Fresno terminal. I flipped that. Well, actually, I gave that away. I had a what else did I have? I had a Bronx terminal. I flipped that. Yeah, I'm 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 in the flip all day segment as well i've kind of i've tried to change my mindset where if i don't have a plan for something then i'm gonna flip it so so here we go 
All right, uh, the Mangera some. I see. I said it wrong again. Mung Mangera Summer School yeah. Experience for 3D Avatars. I believe that's kicking off in a. What are we now? It's today, isn't it? In a few hours, three hours, fifteen minutes, something like that. I think it's today. I don't know, but like I said, I'm going to miss out no matter when because I'm going to be at work. Uh, we had the motor motor sales. Don't forget to register for those. I just went and did that. It's an excruciating process. Please upland register for all a register for all button would be awesome. Um, one other thing is the spark exchange simulation. That that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on. It's interesting to note there have been a few videos kicking around where people break down the the ROI on purchasing spark. Um, they always look at, you know, I think at the moment on the, the Spark Exchange, the going rates like 10 UPEX per hour or something like that. But they never mention these sorts of extra things that come along with Spark. So, yeah, you can unstake all your Spark and you can get a, it's a fairly decent chunk of change that you can get for taking part in the, um, the simulation. So, yeah. Don't forget to factor that in as well. But I, I think I mentioned on, I believe it was Kaiser's video, the last one he put out. If if you're buying, if your sole motivation for buying Spark is to rent it out for Apex as a return on investment, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> this, this is not really what it's for. It's about um, you know doing stuff within the game. So we'll have to wait and see there. But yeah, it's interesting that that they keep saying, they keep using the terminology like spark exchange simulation does that mean that they are still planning on putting out their own official you know in-game accessible spark exchange i hope so i think they will yeah i have to wait and see so what's going on there oh it's just catching up on chat we'll have to wait and see on that one um we covered that uh the stage one city release of sao paulo yeah we kind of briefly touched on that anybody have big plans going all out I'm just going to – Cheese is going in with a budget. I'm definitely going in with a very limited budget. I will try and grab a few things because I ended up grabbing a few in Buenos Aires on just flips off the floor. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll get up for this one. Nobody else? Nobody in chat? Maybe there, <laughs> might be, there might be more properties available than we thought if nobody has any sort of interest. If anybody goes to the new city release, might be a good idea to go to the what is it right now? That cheap place, a thousand upics. What was that, Ben? Wow. Go to Rio for a thousand. Yeah, go to Rio for uh, a thousand. It's yeah. probably cheaper to go from Rio to uh, the new place for traveling. Ah, I'm doing that. Nice. That's smart. That's big brain That's stuff right there. That's a tip, not from me, actually. That's a tip from Catmaster J. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, and Elijah has said in chat, yeah, the summer event is is today. So, yeah, I believe that's kicking off just after this video goes live, I would imagine. So I start work at 9 o'clock, and that's when it's kicking off. So I flew into Rio, too. Nice. All right, so, yeah, good luck, everybody, in Rio. Um, we'll follow up on the back end of that, and that kind of brings us up to we got to race through this. Now... Competition and prize details for last week's challenge. The challenge was to let us know in the YouTube comments or in the contest channel in the MBE server, what is the number one property you wish could be resurrected into your account and why? The prize was going to be 1,000 UPEX for every entry up to a maximum of 20,000 UPEX. But there's no point in running the wheel on this one as we only had one entry. 
So I'm going to give the full award of 20,000 Upex to Dr. Red Beats for taking a minute out of his day to put the only entry in, like fair income people. We're, we're struggling to give away Upex here, you lazy, <laughs> lazy <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yes. So Dr. Red Beats' winning entry was as follows in quotes, wish I could bring back a Detroit property that I accidentally sold back to the seller immediately somehow during the processing stage. I was pressing sale, but nothing happened. Then I got a prompt saying it's being minted. Strange. Didn't get to set a price on nothing. End quote. That's a weird one, but yes. Thank you, Dr. Red Beats, for saving the weekly challenge segment for last week. <laughs> I'm going to have to start the... entering these things. Well, he, that's a good segue into this week's challenge. So in this week's challenge is to let us know in the YouTube comments or in the contest channel in the MBE server, what your best property score in the Sao Paulo release was and why. Or if you're not taking part or if you crashed and burned, of course, you can just let us know that instead. Again, every entry will be 1,000 UPEX for the pot up to a maximum of 20,000 UPEX. And who knows, if you get your one entry in, you might take away the whole thing, just like Dr. Red Beats did. So when you mean property score, you mean like the best, the property you like the best that you purchased? Yeah, you could you could have minted it. You could have bought it on the secondary, whatever right. you want. Yeah. What did you score in Sao Paulo? But like I said, we, we want to keep this open to everybody. So if you slept straight through the whole thing or didn't give a crap, well, you can just let us know that as well. I mean, <laughs> pretty easy to get an entry. They could say, my best score was this. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Well, yeah, was an entry into this, into next week's <laughs> challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> All, All right. right. We, cool. Cool. Uh, speaking of ways that you can earn some quick UPEX, um, here's another one. Uh, we have our weekly QUIP. QUIP stands for Questions, Insights, Provocations and Statements. If at any stage you have some Upland or UDU-related QUIPs that we could dive into on the UDU podcast, let us know. Uh, there's a link to a Google form in the description. Um, they can be submitted anon anonymously, but if you include your Upland in-game name and we use your submission, I'll send you 5,000 UPEX. And speaking of that, this week's quips was sent to us recently by Wolf Warner, who asks, do you think that the upcoming neighborhood collection boost will require a minimum of two to three properties? And if so, how will this affect the secondary market? Do you see people paying large markups to reach the required number of properties or large holders dumping their bags to cash out? End quote. That's a good one. So... Yes, as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, we'll put that in for this week. So that's 5,000 UPEX on the way for Wolf Warner. What do, you, what do you think? There's a few questions there. Neighborhood collection boosts require, what? I, I'm assuming three properties. Um, what question is what to boost your neighborhood? Different decorations, different decor? No, so uh, Bronxdale has secured the neighborhood collection boost. How many oh. properties are you going to need to hold in Bronxdale to activate that within the UI? Like most of the current ones, and some of the ultra rares are two properties, but most of them are three. And But every now and then you have some like, uh, there's a few in um, San Francisco where you've got to have, you've got to hold four properties to activate the collection. Oh, I I'm, I'm assuming three. It'd be hilarious if it was five or something like that. Three well, I think it depends on the rarity if if your neighborhood has a high score, it would have a ultra rare rarity, right? 
But don't forget that m I believe most of these are going to start off at the base rarity, like a limited, and then you're going to progress where you're going to upgrade. So, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I can't see chat. What do we think? Anything in chat? Any predictions? Two sounds fair. Two sounds fair. Mm. I'd assume I'd assume two to three. I'd be surprised if it was one, and I'd be equally surprised if it was four or five. Although, as I said, there are some collections in there that are five property collections. Yeah, there's a few more. Jazz thinks one, Shaq and Eric, yeah, two to three or three. We'll have to wait and see. So that was one of the questions. The other question was, how will this affect the secondary market? I guess that depends on the second question Wolf want to ask. Um, it's one of those things if if it would be strange like the second the third question there is you know are people gonna pay large markups to get those properties um or are large holders gonna dump to cash out i don't know i, I think that any neighborhood that has any neighborhood that has reached that collection status it would be very strange if the if there is a node manager that they're gonna dump to cash out that would be unusual and Mesmi asked, or will it include whether you have a building on those props or not? Yeah, it's, I don't know. There's, there's so much speculation <laughs> at play here. All, all I can speak to is from my own perspective with Midtown Terrace. Um, Midtown Terrace, I've tapped out as far as what I'm willing to let go of there. So I certainly won't be flipping anything on the secondary. Um, we, I would hope that by that stage, there is a rental feature available where instead of, selling these properties to people i'd be able to rent out some and they can activate the collection that way um yeah and eric said in chat portage is likely to be four to five if it reaches collection status yeah maybe maybe that's right maybe it depends on the size of the the neighborhood who knows i know what do you think chase i would like to see three just for the monopoly aspect of it yeah to be, but I do agree. Like size should also play a part in it. Like if it's if it's big, like Portage, like four to five would be fitting. You don't have any plans to be an evil genius. You've you've roped all these people into the Bronxdale node. You're gonna secure the collection status, and then you're gonna dump on their heads. Me, no, I'm I'm forever gonna own my Bronxdale. Yeah, same. So I put yeah. way too much work into it. I mean, it's probably bound to happen. So oh, I, and like I said, if you build, if you have a building there and you want to sell, you are more than free to sell. Yep. So, so yeah, uh, it's all very interesting. I think we, didn't we cover this last week? I think no matter what Upland does, there is going to be mad levels of butthurt all through the community because they cannot cover every possible angle that we've all speculated on over the last two years or whatever. So, yeah, it won't be boring. Put it that way shall not be boring <laughs> so yes thank you for that one wolf Warner. as i said five thousand upex on the way for you and there's a link in the description for the quick form if you want to submit one for yourself as well all right that brings us up to the end of the show and let's get these one million upex wheels rolling now we've got to see who's going to play not that one this one now um a few people have jumped out so we'll see how we go. Is there anybody who's in chat now who's not in this list? We've got Dak, MC, Andre, Bam, Elijah, Eric, Finsky, Pasta, Kinder, Mesmi. I can't see. Rob, Shaq, 
Shelter, Space Joe, TV, Maui, and Jazz. Anybody else speak now? Forever hold your peace. Why is there a red one by my name? Because <laughs> you're special, Jazz. You're, you're special. special. I don't know what that is. Ah, it's a Grammarly thing. <laughs> All right, we're rolling. I don't, is this chat clear? I don't see anything in chat, is there? Yeah, nothing. All right, let's see. Hopefully... Hopefully they're around. Who's got it today? Oh, Robbo. Hello. Rob's here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. He's, he's here to drop it like Yes, I am. Now. Can you hear me? We can. Over to you, Chase. Take it away. All right. So <clears throat> you have to let me know when to click. I did want to say Aikaramba Samba. Oh, oh, I thought he was going to miss it. I thought he was going to miss it. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Suspense. <Thank you. laughs> um, all right. I have not seen how close you've been getting, but I've been hearing it. So yeah. um, I'm only good on the second and the third, not on the first. Well, you can okay. just hand it over to Cheese, too. She has She is working on a system, so it's up to you. Yeah, I will hand this one over. Do the first one, and I'll do the last okay. two. All, All right. right. Good plan. Now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Five chances on the wheel for 25,000 Upex, and he's just missed it. 1,000 Upex. What are we doing? Going on. Going on. All right. Oh, Jesus, has got a system. She's been one away. What were, you got two one away last week, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. All right. <gasps> She's rolling three chances for 50K on this wheel. Ah, uh, you're miles away. But you have gone up. We have gone from 1,000 up to yeah, 2,500. Yeah, so, not bad. Are you feeling lucky, punk? I am. Nice. Help me uh, out, cheese. I'm, I'm on gonna cheese. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Okay. Plenty of Apex burning a hole in my wallet. All right. It's the second. And then you get another try, right? Yes. He gets a mulligan. Yep. Right here. Oh, on the U spin again, you reckon? All right. So one chance for a million on this wheel. There's a few different options as well. NFTs. Oh, he's just missed out on the U spin again. Wah, wah, wah. All so right. All right. 250 Apex banked. Plus, you get your mulligan. All right, let's see. See if we can add one million to that. It's going to be like right here. Yeah, right. You don't want that. <laughs> oh, of course we want to give it away. As I said, it's there. Um, I forget who we gave it away to in the Christmas show and haven't heard, you know, haven't heard from them since. So I don't know what they spent it on. At least um, at least if we give it away to a known person, we might be able to see what they spend it on. Ooh, yeah, just, I think. Just missed it. I think my my uh, thing is the the wheel won't allow me to find a specific spot. Uh, but he gets two more tries, one what? more try after this. No, that's it. That's done. And oh, dusted. that was it. <laughs> yes, he got two hundred and fifty on the first one and two hundred and fifty on the mulligan, so five hundred upics on the way for the agency. Well, thank you so much. No All worries. Right. That's as I said last. Well, whenever I said it's better than a poke in the eye with a burnt stick. <laughs> Hey, hey, shout out to the agency. Uh, Wolf Warner here, winner of the Super Bowl tournament. So 
I just saw that there, Rob. You know what I mean? Congratulations on that for you today. And congrats on winning that. Just so you know. Congrats. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate Uh, that. I'm a ham for that. I'm a ham. Look at that. We've ended up on a love fest. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And yes, thanks. Thanks, Wolf. I said thank you at the start of the show for putting that quick through. That was a good one, mate. So we'll have to wait and see how that all plays out. All right, to wrap us up, a reminder that to go into the into the running for the one million Apex wheels, just like uh, the agency Rob did then, you should be in the Zoom at the start of the show for the snapshot. You need to be paying attention in the middle of the show to catch the code word or phrase. And you need to be here at the end when the reels start, when the wheels start rolling. And yeah, don't forget, if you want to get involved, there is a link to the MB Discord server in the description and you can jump on in. If you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service or event to promote, Opportunities are available for sponsorship and engagement in the UDU podcast. Contact myself or more cheese to discuss and secure your spots. And like I always say, please check out our, our co-hosts and other links in the description to help support them and the show. Like and subscribe, rate and review, spruik and spam, all that good stuff. Thank you very much, cheese. Get us the flock. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>